everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey everybody and welcome to your spiritual best friend when it comes to tonight's live stream and podcast this will be considered episode 82 already so 82 wonderful episodes between the lovely interview guest and also the solo podcast I've run thank you guys for continuing to listen and just continuing to keep me motivated to continue these recordings and stuff it definitely is a lifelong journey but for our topics for today, whether you guys are just tuning in or if you guys are tuning in on the podcast version the next day, we're going to hit isolation. We're going to talk about the pros. We're going to talk about the cons of it, what isolation too much of it can lead towards. Just like with anything, if we do it too much, it can start to develop a very unhealthy pattern. So we're going to talk about that first on this podcast. Then we're going to get into our weekly tarot card reading. So I've been doing it for the weekends for each podcast. A lot of people seem to love it and I will continue to do that. So that'll be fun. And then also, if anyone has any questions or towards the end of this live stream and podcast, if anyone is interested in either doing a tarot card reading and also, you know, just want to get their astrology chart read. I'm also open to do that as well. So those are the things we're going to talk about today. So we're going to get into mostly isolation because I definitely see this common theme, not only throughout my life, but also the people I love, the people I care about, and being a group therapist. I've definitely seen that with a lot of my clients so far. So I think if I continue to see this, I this is definitely a sign that I should talk about this on the podcast because it's important to talk about these topics. So we're going to do that, obviously talk about spirituality, astrology, like we normally do. And if you guys are tuning in live on Instagram, I do have my my incense burning. I got my lemon scent incense burning now. So it's it's nice. It's chill. And yeah, so if you guys just need someone to talk to or just chilling this Friday night, welcome, whether you're tuning in live or you're going to listen to the podcast version, which will be out tomorrow on Saturday. So the date is Friday the 13th, January 13th, 2023. I can't believe it. So for people tuning in later, it'll be out tomorrow on the 14th. So no need no need to worry there. But when it comes to the podcast, we're going to get into the first topic right away. And then we'll, we'll take a break after a couple minutes and all that stuff as well. So when it comes to isolation... Isolation, what is it? I mean, some people think of isolation as alone time, and it's important that we do have alone time because if we're constantly around people, we're constantly around, especially people that can be very toxic and very stressful, it can cause us a lot of anxieties and all that stuff too. So we all need to have moments where we do need to be alone. 
because being alone, we can learn more things about ourselves when we are alone. And it all depends on your situation. So for me, for instance, I grew up, my household never really had a lot of privacy just because I have a lot of younger siblings, a lot of family members. At one point, a lot of my my uncles and stuff were coming, were coming over and living. So there wasn't really a lot of privacy. So for me, moving out and actually getting a taste of being alone was something that I really needed to expand my own creativity and to learn more about myself. Because when we're constantly around other people, yes, it's good to be around people, but we need to have those moments where we are alone, those moments where we take time to reflect, those moments that we take time and assess your overall journey and what you're going in, going through. Because it's important, it's important to realize that our biggest relationship in this world is our relationship with ourselves. And taking the time to be alone is something that can help us dig deep and connect with ourselves more. So when you are alone, it's important that you are doing your own version of self-care. So if you are doing that, that is good. But where isolation tends to take it too far is if the isolation is you're constantly isolating yourself from your friends, from your family, from your loved ones. That is where things start to go the opposite direction. Because loneliness is something that's very common. A lot of people experience it. And when it comes to that isolation, it can be used as a defense mechanism as well to protect us from getting that help, getting therapy, from doing the things that we need to do. So although isolation can be a great opportunity for us to, if we're doing it in the in a healthy way to give ourselves a break, give ourselves time to improve our self-care. It can also lead to many problems though, if we continue to isolate ourselves. Because of because we are all humans, we, we all need social connection. That's something that every human needs. There's gonna be a lot, there's a lot of people that are very stubborn and it's like, I don't need anybody, I don't need this, I can handle everything on my own. We all need at least that one, two people in our life that we can go to. So regardless, my point is, is that we are all social human beings and we need to have social interactions to feel like we fit in, to feel like we belong in something. And when we isolate ourselves, we are we are stopping ourselves from putting ourselves out there and finding those things that make us whole. Because a bed can be very comfy. A bed can be very soothing and relaxing. But if we are constantly in there, we're not exploring the world. The world is a vast place. There's so many things to do, so many places to go, so many new people you can interact with, that if we isolate ourselves and try to handle everything on our own and have too much alone time, we can miss out on the things that bring us the most joy. I, I I remember I remember it's usually I forget this saying, but it's usually something that is that goes unexpected that turns out to be a real blessing where 
something you went to a meeting that you didn't expect to be good or you went to the class that didn't expect to be good or you put yourself out there for this and didn't expect it to turn into that all it takes is my point is all it takes is that one interaction whether that's in one classroom or one therapeutic environment or or one program you did that just completely gave you a sense of direction that you would not have had if you were continuing to be alone and continuing to isolate yourself. So when it comes to isolating yourself, it can lead to depression. Uh, There's a long-standing link between loneliness and depression. Some studies have even shown structural differences between a normal brain and one starred for companionship. Too much isolations causes fluxations in thinking, causing suffering and suffers to perceive the world in a very negative light. So you know how I talked about in a couple talks about how our thoughts can really impact how we how we view the world, how we think, how we behave. So if we are isolating ourselves, not trusting or not giving ourselves the time to trust those one or two people it leads to those negative thoughts of I'm always going to be alone. Nobody likes me. And then it causes the feelings of loneliness, emptiness, something has been missing. And then it just leads to, it can lead to depression. It can lead to so many other factors. So although, like I said, isolation is a good It's good to isolate ourselves when we need that break, because trust me, we all reach that point where we do need that break and and having that break can be very productive. Like for myself, when I'm alone, I love going on live streams. I love podcasting. It's so much fun. It, It clears my mind after a very long and stressful day. I light my incense five times a week, sometimes even every single day, because that is like my time to like, just let's relax. Let's calm down. Let's forget about what's happened today. Today is over. Tomorrow is a new day. So that is good. But I have had plenty of times throughout my life where I have isolated myself from friends and people. And then I expect them to, I expect other people to go above and beyond instead of looking at myself in the mirror and communicating how I am feeling that's causing me to isolate myself. If you guys get what I'm saying, because that's another thing I've realized too, with a lot of people that tend to isolate themselves, they want someone to go above and beyond to reach out and to show that they care. And A lot of those times, no one ends up reaching out because obviously we were all grown, you know, like we all experience our own things and we're living our own lives. And then it can cause that view on the world as people don't care. People don't trust me. People, people, people don't understand me. And a lot of that is because you're not you're isolating yourself and you're not being open to talking to those people about your feelings of loneliness and sadness so you isolate yourself to protect yourself from the world but it's actually not protecting yourself from the world if you get what i'm saying 
that's been something that I've seen and I've talked about a lot in my groups, whether that is lately, in the past, and also through my own personal experiences. I would assume that people would talk to me, but it was up until I learned to start communicating my own feelings about my own anxieties, what's actually going on in my own life to my friends and to my family. That is when people started to be like, okay, this is what Josh is going through. Let me reach out. Let me talk to him. Let me, let me, let me check in on him. But I had to be the one, the voice. And until I voiced how I felt, that was not happening. And I expected it naturally to happen. That's just not how it's going to work. But just checking in on Instagram, I, I know, I know, Tony, you're tuning in. What's going on, man? Yeah, man, I, I, I've been good, man. You know, just I've been running groups. I have been very busy running around. I have one more year left of my master's program. So I'm starting my practicum and then I got internship next year. And yeah, man, I'm still in Delaware. Still, still am. Uh, I'm definitely thinking about moving once I'm done school. But that's something long down the line that I'm not even going to think about now, but I hope you're doing good, man. Hopefully you're still, if you're still in Delaware, great. If you move somewhere else, that's awesome too. But, uh, thank you for reaching out and, and commenting on the, on the Instagram live. So I appreciate it. So takeaways real quick from this first topic. And I have six journal prompts for you guys to just think about when you guys are, for my people that are feeling very lonely and tend to isolate themselves when feeling lonely or when feeling sad, it's like your go-to coping mechanism. So there's six prompts. So the first prompt, the desert island prompt. So this is a very common journal exercise. You're just simply asking yourself, if you were stranded on a desert island, what would you take with you? The purpose of this is because you're starting to realize, okay, what are some important things and some important items that you cherish? It helps you, it helps you start to consider what is really important to you, what is and what's not. Because when we isolate, we're not really thinking about that. So that's something to really think about. What are some things that give you meaning, some physical items that give you meaning? The second prompt, the gratitude prompt. This is also another great way to improve your mental health, reduce the impacts of loneliness, is practicing gratitude. So thinking about the things that bring you joy, thinking about those people that are in your corner, thinking about those little things that you love, whether that is getting a cup of coffee, taking a walk at the park. It doesn't have to be this big grand gesture. It really is just those little things. And... That is what the gratitude journal prompt is. It's meant to just show you what are some things that you're actually very grateful. Although you might be feeling these feelings, knowing some things that make that you are grateful for can help you bring that joy and get you started into doing those things. The third type of prompt, the stuck in a lift prompt. So who would be the worst person to be stuck in self-isolation with? Who would be the best? Explore who you really value in your life. So with this prompt, this prompt 
is meant to like, let's say like you're stuck with one person or two people. Who would those two people you would choose? Who do you, this prompt is meant for you to realize, okay, who do you feel safe around? Who, who is, who are those people that you really trust? Because we can go through so much, we can go through so much time without even realizing that simple question that this prompt helps you really, really think about that. The fourth one, the positive outlook prompt. So similar to the gratitude type of prompt, this is another one again. It's just, but with this prompt, you're, you're looking at things that you are looking forward to. So whether that is like a big basketball or sports game coming up, whether that is you have plans with friends coming up in the weekend, this is a positive outlook prompt. It's meant to just show you and give you a little bit of that vision. Okay, although I'm feeling this right now, I have this I'm looking forward to. The fifth one, the changes prompt. So what does contentment mean to you? What does it look like? Has it changed since lockdown began, since COVID began? Um, do you look at the world differently? Like this is more of a self-reflection prompt when you guys are self-isolating, because that's one thing that is important. If you guys are taking alone time, this alone time, you are focusing on yourself. And how else do you focus on yourself? By doing some self-reflection. <laughs> so think and ask yourself, how has my views changed over the past couple of months? What has caused that change? Just think about that along the way. And the last one, memory prompts. So any memories that are going through your head, anything that's causing you to worry, positive memories, negative memories. This is again, really tying back into that self-reflection. So the six types of prompts to help you guys with self-isolation. So if you guys are alone, these are some things you guys can do to improve your own self-care. So you got the desert island prompt, the gratitude prompt, the stuck in a lift prompt. So stuck in an empty room, who are the people you're going to be around? Positive outlook prompt. So things you're looking forward to. Changes prompt, how has your life changed? How do you view the world? How has things changed from the past to now? And then the memory prompts. So positive memories, negative memories. So those are the six types of prompts you guys can do when experiencing loneliness and experiencing self-isolation. I know I mentioned a lot. I know I've been going on for a while. So, do, so think about that. And I also will put the type of prompts with some questions in the show description as well for everyone listening to the podcast and even going back if you listen live to listen to it. So I'll make sure to have all those questions there. But we're going to take a very quick break here and then we're going to get into our tarot card reading for the weekend and some fun astrology talk. So we're going to go, we're going to have some fun for the rest of the podcast. But if you guys haven't done so already, check out your spiritual best friend. That is what this podcast is. It's all about bringing and connecting mental health and spirituality together to help you guys learn some new things about yourself. But we'll be back. And right now, we're going to take a real quick break.
Hey everybody, I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I just want to give you guys a very special announcement. So starting in the beginning of September, I will be doing astrology chart readings for anybody that is interested in learning a little bit more about themselves and their natal chart. I am not someone that is going to predict the future, but I am someone that is going to give you guidance and really help you process yourself in the present moment, whatever challenges or blocks that you face. But you can click on the link in the show description to schedule a one-on-one meeting with me where you get your chart read, where it's going to be a very safe space for you guys to open up and share your own journeys, your own anxieties, fears, and I hope that we can both learn something from each other along the way. I do have a confidentiality agreement that, I, that everyone must sign and follow, and prices will vary depending on the income in which you guys make. I am someone that is very flexible and knows that we all have certain situations in life that can impact us financially, emotionally, anything pretty much. But it really is just a safe space for everyone to connect, grow, and learn some things about themselves. So again, you can check out that link to schedule a one-on-one call with me, Josh Sanchez, host of Your Spiritual Best Friend, and I hope to see everybody soon and to help you along the way on your own spiritual journey. All right, guys, and we are back. So that first topic, we talked about self-isolation. We talked a lot about, you know, like just habits and some journal prompts to do when you guys are alone or if you guys are experiencing loneliness, because this is definitely something very common. I know for myself, I've definitely had moments in my life where I've experienced that, felt alone, try to handle everything on my own. And uh, yeah, yeah. So just know that you guys are not alone. Those prompts, again, will be in the show description. So if you guys missed the first topic, no need to worry. You guys can check out the show notes and we'll go from there. So when it comes to the second topic, this is obviously I love doing this segment on the podcast. I've had a lot of good feedback. Uh, Shout out to (laughs) shout out to I got a listener in Texas. His name is Brian. He told me, he's like, yo, Josh, I love your podcast is what he what he said. I'm seeing it now on my comments right here. It's really cool. Yo, Josh, I love the podcast. I love you. I love that you're adding a tarot card reading to the mix. I like it. It helps me see some things into the weekend. So that's really cool. So thank you, Brian. And for anyone else that's whether you're tuning in live or listening to the podcast or follow the podcast, Send me an email. Let me know how you feel about the podcast and the vibe overall. It definitely means a lot to me, these messages. So I add a little segment to that for the podcast. So Brian, you're not your your words not getting forgotten. You're on the podcast. So welcome. If you have any other if you have any other questions and stuff, just let me know. So all the way from Texas. Wow. So you never really know who's listening. You, You really you really don't. So when it comes to the tarot card reading for this weekend, obviously I I do a three card weekend and I'm also just learning. I got my tarot deck in Christmas, so I've been doing just little readings for people and stuff. So it's been a real, I really love this stuff. So here's going to be the question. So I know the question has to be specific. 
So first, before I do any reading, I want to thank my ancestors again. Thank you guys. I feel your presence. I love you guys. You guys have been so helpful for me, helped me realize a lot of myself. And I want to give myself and also everybody listening a really good and safe tarot card reading. I know you guys got my back. So it's always important for every tarot card reading to thank your ancestors, thank the people that came before you, thank the people you love and cherish that are no longer with you physically, but we're also, we all, we're all connected spiritually some way, shape or form. So it's always important to thank the people that have been in our past and the people that we love and cherish that are no longer with us because we know that we got their back. All right. So when it comes to the tarot card reading for this weekend. So my question is going to be, what should we all expect this weekend? So it's going to be three cards. So I'm shuffling my tarot deck now, and then we're going to read each one. So I usually like to do each day. Um, but I mean, since Friday is pretty much past, we're going to do, uh, we're going to do three cards. So let's see here, shuffling the deck. So if you guys hear the deck shuffling, just give me like a minute or two. So that way we can we can go through there. And if you guys are interested in tarot card readings, I started doing this in Christmas. I love it, man. It helps me give me gives me some clarity and uh, it helps me connect more with myself. So, all right, we got one card there. And pretty much when you're shuffling the deck, you know, it's just all about feel like cards will stick out. And it's like, OK, like, let's let's see here. So there's two. All right. Oh, yeah, this one, right? Right in there. I'll do one more. All right, so now we got three. So here's what we should expect this weekend. So last weekend, I did one on the on the Cancer full moon because it was a full moon last week. So for my people on Instagram Live, you guys get to see it, which is really cool. All right, so the first card we got is the Queen of Pentacles. Oh, and I forgot to mention for people listening on the podcast and live, my deck is the Modern Way Tarot. Um, so just something for you guys to think about. So when it comes to the Queen of Pentacles, all right, here's what it says. So the Queen of Pentacles, nurturing healer down to earth, social consequences. So the Queen of Pentacles represents anything but bad luck. A, represent, a representative of both a pragmatic and caring nature. She symbolizes all that is gained when one combines ambition with a caring nature and a desire to see everyone succeed. If the queen has appeared in your reading, she is here as a motherly figure to help you maneuver through all the different avenues of life. Are you trying to balance family, work, children, or other responsibilities? Are there some serious decisions that need to be made? If so, the Queen of Pentacles is a sign that all resources you need are already present. You just need to find a way to tap into them. So what I'm getting from this first card is it's a very motherly and nurturing type of card that we're going to expect this weekend. So I know the new year has started. There's a lot of big change happening for a lot of people. This weekend is a good time for you guys to just reflect on that. How has that feeling, how has the new year been so far for you so far? The current path that you're on, think about that. Is it, is it serving you? Is it stressing you out? 
And this having the queen in this reading, you also and another key point is you guys also have all the resources to change whatever it is that needs to be changed or continued. So do not forget that in your in your journey that you guys are currently on. So the queen is definitely a good sign and a good first card. The next card we got is the hermit. So the hermit is in the major arcana. It is card. Let's see if I know my numbers better. I believe it's card 11. Yes, it is. Look at me knowing my numbers. Okay. So when it comes to the hermit. Sorry, it's card nine. Dang, I got it backwards. Ugh, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. All right, so the Hermit. The Hermit is all about wisdom, soul searching, solitude, receiving or giving guidance. Just as beacons of life of light often guide ships to the shore, the Hermit is ushering in a is ensuring in a period of personal growth and exploration. It represents wisdom earned by seeking the highest truth and truly represents taking back your own personal power and living authentically often looking for answers within requirements oh sorry often looking for answers within requires time alone with few distractions it requires introspection and concentrating less on the senses is this something you are comfortable with it will require a lot of patience with yourself and letting go although this can seem a little scary at first Committing to a personal quest for truth can be one of the most rewarding experiences of your life. So the first card we got was the Queen of Pentacles. So a very mothering and nurturing type of card. This second card is the Hermit, about tapping into your own inner wisdom. So the Queen is giving you, you know, you have the personal power to work on this nurturing energy, work on this, is this thing that you guys are doing servicing you or not and then the hermit is tapping into your own inner wisdom is that and you have to be really patient with yourself and i know that can be hard because due to life stressors and all that stuff patience is a virtue it really is and the third card we got the king of cups so, wow, so it seems like this is a pretty good reading. We got kings, we got queens. So let's see here. So that's the, all right. So the king of cups, are you guys ready? So this one, keywords, good advice, creativity, wisdom. The king of cups represents maturity, create creative thinking, and wisdom. You might think this card has a strong masculine energy, but it has a lot to do with emotions as well. When, it when this card comes up in your reading, it speaks of compassion and kindness. The king is a strong and powerful, but he is aware of his feelings and the feelings of those around him. He denotes growing into more a more responsible person. You are entering an era where you will be more aware of how your actions affect those around you. If you realize that you, are, you have been careless or have careless habits, that are hurting other people, you may have a few changes to implement so that you can become a better version of yourself. Trust the process <laughs> from the Sixers and know when all is said and done, it will be well and worth it. So 
What I'm getting at from these readings is we have a very mothering and nurturing type of energy in the first card to just help us along the way tap into that emotional and nurturing type of work and to question, you know, like, is the path that we're on, is this path for me? And you got the hermit, which is tapping into your own inner wisdom and doing a lot of self-reflection. And then you have the king of cups, okay? Just tapping into those habits, are those habits hurting other people? This is a card where you got to understand your own emotional energy and the things that you are doing. Are you projecting on other people? Are you uplifting other people? We are beings of energy. This is something that is very important that we all need to realize. And how we act and how we behave towards others, it feeds their energy as well. So this reading is a very nurturing, self-reflecting, and honest reading where we need to ask ourselves, are the habits that we're doing, are they hurting the people around us or are they helping the people around us? And then also tapping into your own inner wisdom. But we have the tools and we have the responsibilities to change if we need to change and to continue if we are on the right path. So it seems like this tarot card reading for this weekend is a good one. It's a very uplifting and positive one. So it's similar to the last reading too. So thank you ancestors again for a great reading. I appreciate you guys so much. And I know all the listeners tuning in will also appreciate it as well. But we are going to wrap up our discussion tonight. We're going to take a quick little break here. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about just, I'll give you guys some journal reflection questions and also just some up-to-date astrology, what currently is going on. So we're going to take a nice quick little break here. I'll make sure to post all the reading that we got on Instagram. If you guys don't follow me there and uh, yeah. So you guys listen to your spiritual best friend with Josh Sanchez. We will be right back in a couple of minutes. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcash gave away over $100,000 to up-and-coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcash, it's a great way to get cash and best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or you're already a podcaster, go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcasts. All right, guys, and we are back. So first, I just want to say thank you guys so far for everyone that is tuning in. I know we've had two wonderful topics. We did our tarot card reading for 
the weekend, some energy that we're, we're that we should expect this weekend. And then also we talked about isolation. That was a very big topic for the podcast today. And for everyone that has missed the live stream again, this podcast is technically out today on Saturday. So just giving you guys a heads up. So I recorded on Friday, but the podcast is out on Saturday. So for anyone that missed it, not to worry, you guys can tune in here. But I wanted to wrap up the, our full discussion today with just some just some updates on what's going on astrologically. Nothing real. Obviously, every something crazy is always going on because I know Mars has been in Gemini for so long. But this is just, again, just some things to just just look about and, and think about because one of the things that's very important is obviously the sun. Obviously, the sun has been in Capricorn, so it's all about that Earth energy, the Earth cardinal energy. And then the moon has definitely been something that's been very interesting. I know it was, it was last full in Cancer, which was last weekend. So that would make... The full moon in either, well, the moon currently. So if the weekend was in Cancer, so that would probably be Sunday, Monday, it was in, man, I'm just remembering off the top of my head. So Cancer, then Leo in the beginning of the week. And then towards the middle of the week, it was in Virgo. And now it's in Libra. So the moon should be in Libra this weekend. So that's something to really think about. Libra is all about that balance and harmony. So that's something that's currently going to happen this weekend. You have the sun in Capricorn, moon is in Libra, you have Venus in Aquarius. So you have a lot of air energy that's in the horizon as we get ready for Aquarius season, which will happen next week, literally seven days from now, because January 20th is the last day of Capricorn season and we get into Aquarius season. So when it comes to that, just think about a lot of that air energy. So you have you have Mars in Gemini, you have Aquarius, Venus in Aquarius, and then you also have the moon in Libra currently. So you have all three air signs affecting us in some way, shape or form, whether that's through our emotions, through our relationships or through our physical action. So that's just something to really think about over the course of this weekend. I don't want to go too in-depth and too deep, but I wanted to just start this topic off with that. So just think about that, guys, as well. I also wanted to wrap up, before we wrap up this full discussion, when it comes to a quote, this one quote has really stuck by me, and I really think it hits home, especially now because I've worked with kids now for over two months running groups and it's been a real eye-opening experience for me. I've learned a lot through them and they've also learned a lot through me. That's one of the beautiful things about a therapeutic relationship is the counselor and the patients are learning from each other. And it's a beautiful sight to see and it's a, it's awesome. It's that's why I love therapy and I love I want to get into this work more. This quote it it takes a village. I love this quote. It takes a village to raise a child, to raise anybody. And you really start to think about it. It's not just the parents. It's friends. It's distant relatives. It's professionals. It's teachers. It's any everyone. It takes literally everyone. When you have a child and the child is growing, 
it's not just one or two particular people. It takes a whole village to raise a child. And when that village has people impacting the child in a positively and negatively way, it can really impact them. And I definitely think through my experiences helping helping kids, I've been running I've been running middle school groups now and it's been great. I'm just realizing that and that message is really hitting it's re-hitting me every single day. It's coming into my mind every single day of how it really does take multiple people, multiple experiences, multiple things to learn from in order to really raise a child. It, it, it takes more than just the mother and father. It takes a whole village. And there's a lot of, depending on the situation, it's going to look differently for everybody. For me, I was, I was, my relationship with my parents are a lot better. I'm very lucky and very fortunate. But when I was younger, it was, for the most part, it was my grandmother, me and my younger brother, just the three of us. My grandmother taking care of me, my grandmother showing me the way, paving me the way. But I also remember her coworkers. I remember hanging out in her shop and hanging out with, yeah, just like her coworkers, helping clean hair because they used to work at a hair salon. That, that stuff too, you don't really think about that in the moment, but reflecting, it's like, wow, like all those people helped me in some way. And then my sports teams, the coaches I played under, the, the peers I met, it does. It really does take a village. It takes a community. And when, that, when we don't feel that community, it can tap into that loneliness and it can turn into that isolation that we talked about earlier. And I just wanted to really highlight that quote because it's been a quote that's just been re reoccurring and just been on my mind over and over and over again these past couple weeks. But to wrap up this podcast, so I know I mentioned the six journal prompts, which will already be in the show description. But I love to have I love to give you guys some questions. So sticking to isolation, first I want you to rate how often do you isolate. Well, one, first, I want you to define isolation because isolation is going to look differently for everybody. So the first question is define isolation. What does isolation look like to you? So that's the first question. And again, all of these questions will be in the show descriptions. So the first question again, what does isolation look like for you? Or if you want to put you or your name, you can. It's whatever you're comfortable with. And then... The second question, how would you rate it in terms of how often do you do it on a scale of one to 10, 10, you're doing it every day. One doing one being you rarely do it. Probably you need it. You might need to give yourself some more alone time Rate it on a scale of one to 10 and ask yourself why, why did I rate it? This number, I love rating scales because the number you put you really start to see, okay, what is actually your true answer? Because we have defense mechanisms and we can like BS questions, but when we actually rate something, it gives us that visualization. Okay, this is how this this is how big of a feeling it is right now. So again, just two simple questions. How often do you isolate? Well, first, what does isolation look like for you? What is isolation? 
Then the second question, how often do you isolate on a scale of one to 10 and why? So two simple questions plus with the journal prompts, all of this will be in the show descriptions for you guys. So that way you guys can check it out, do some reflecting and do some journaling. I love journaling. I give myself time to do it. I give myself time to relax, right? And I want you guys to do that as well. But when it comes to the podcast version, thank you guys for a wonderful time, a wonderful discussion. Shout out to Tony. I know you came on Instagram Live. Shout out to all the wonderful people and lovely people on Wisdom and on Podbean. Again, if you guys missed this live stream, this live stream again was recorded January 13th, Friday the 13th. And it, the podcast will be out tomorrow on Saturday, episode 82 for the podcast. So like always, drop a rating, drop a, drop a like. If you love the podcast, hit a follow. The ratings will really help boost this podcast overall. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And this is Josh signing off.